Hi, everybody. Welcome to Parenting with the Pros and Cons. I'm Dr. Molly. And I'm Chinsia Filipovsky. And today we're going to be discussing parental guilt and how to handle it. First, a little bit about us. I'm Dr. Molly. I'm a pediatrician who's been in private practice for about 30 years now. I've raised four kids to adulthood who are in their early 20s, and I've spent my life talking to people about parenting issues at the local level and at the national level for the American Academy of Pediatrics. And I love talking to parents about the pros and cons of parenting. And I'm Chinsia Filipovsky. I'm a full-time working mom of five-year-old twin boys. I'm the executive director of two medical offices and an owner of a medical practice management company. I'm a certified positive parenting educator. And as you can imagine, I am busy, but I am balancing life. And like you, I am raising my family with all of the pros and cons. So let's dive in. All right, let's dive in. I I know that parenting guilt is a reality for every single person who has ever raised a child. You know, you cannot um, do everything right all the time. And you hold yourself to standards that no person could ever meet. And not to mention uh, mothers-in-law. So let's talk about (laughs) all of the different ways that parenting guilt kind of creeps into to our lives. So, Chinsia, why don't you why don't you start? I think uh, you know one of the biggest uh, things that causes guilt is our our expectations. You know, and I think that it's the expectations that we set on ourselves. um, I think are often the hardest. I know, um, you know, I've been seeing people talk about this more and more lately and, and um, just the expectations we had over this last year, um, this pandemic year of, of getting more accomplished for those that were home uh, for long periods of time or those that are working from home and not really accomplishing those things, whether it's, you know, losing an extra 10 pounds or, uh, you know, redoing some room in your house or organizing this or cooking meals. Um, I think that, you know, we just feel this guilt because a lot of us feel like we've had this extra time and we didn't do anything with it, or at least that's what we, that's our perception of it. Yeah, Um, I think that's, yeah, I think that's a great point. I think people, all of us spent this last year um, and we spend every year, frankly, I mean, whether it's a pandemic or not, we, we set goals for ourselves or we set aside these, you know, these ideas as a parent, especially for what we want to do with our children. And so often um, life gets the better of us and we can't get to a point where we can make those things happen. And rather than look back at the things we have accomplished and have enjoyed with our families, we look instead at the things that we haven't done. And an example I like to give for for the difference in, in the way we look at things is, you know, you plan for a party, whether it's your kid's birthday party or whether it's a, a dinner for friends, whatever it's going to be. The people who come to the party, they never know what you didn't get done, right? And their only hope is to enjoy themselves at the party. They're not coming there to judge or, you know, kind of assess your whatever it is you in your head have come up with for what that party's supposed to be. And kids are the same way, right? Kids don't know what you didn't do. They know what you've done. And they're not sitting in judgment of you as a parent about 
you know, what you have or haven't done or whether you've done it in the most Pinteresty perfect way or whatever. Kids are just delighted to be spending time with you. So I think parents sometimes, like you said, put themselves in a place where they create issues for themselves. Yes, I think it's definitely it's our, our own judgment of ourselves. And so I think, uh, you know, definitely we need to take a step back and take a look at that and realize one, you know, is it realistic, these expectations that we have of ourselves? Are they realistic? Would we put those same expectations on our best friend? Um, would we put that same expectation on our coworker, whatever it might be? Um, and, and then I think, you know, do we judge other people in the same way? Um, so we we really have to take a, a very close look at that and, and see how we're judging ourselves, because that was a great example, Molly. <clears throat> Excuse me. I remember um, when, you know, we were doing our wedding planning so many years back, and that was the big thing um, that I remember was getting drilled into my head by other people that, um, you know, if, it, if that doesn't happen, no one's going to know. No one's going to know. And it's the same idea. Um, we have to let ourselves off the hook. So, um, you know, I think another thing is, um, you know, when we make mistakes, um, I think that in our society today, we're, we're living in this world where we can't make mistakes. We can't say the wrong thing. We can't do the wrong thing because it would cause such a, um, you know, just a, either an embarrassment or an uproar or a social status or whatever it might be. So everyone is just walking on pins and needles um, with making mistakes. And so I think that um, that's another area that we are afraid um, as parents to make mistakes. And, yeah, uh, I think that goes deeper, too. And I agree with you in public. It's especially true because you feel you're not only judging yourself, but you're being judged by others. You know, you're that parent at the playground whose kids having the temper tantrum or awesome. whatever it is. And, you know, what are all the other parents thinking or yours is the kid at the birthday party who's got his hands in the cake instead of the fork or, you know, whatever the situation might be. You know, or you're the parent of a teenager and that teenager has now been suspended from school for some problem and and you you're as worried about your teen as you are about what the other parents are gonna think. So there are a lot of times when we're parents, you know, when we're we feel guilty because we feel like, first of all, what have I done wrong? You know, how have I done something wrong that has created a scenario in which my child is behaving the way that they are? When in reality, children just behave certain ways because they're kids. And it isn't necessarily a flaw of parenting, which I think is really important to, to discern. Even if you were, which no parent could be, the perfect parent 100% of the time, that doesn't equate to perfectly behaved children in the way you envision them. Because children are not um, objects that you control, nor are they uh, people who are fully formed, emotionally aware and controlled human beings. We so do try the, to control them, don't, though, don't we? We, we do. Try. And sometimes <laughs> the more you control them, the worse their behavior. The worse it is. Absolutely. So, so I think parental guilt has to also be in a, come from that understanding that, that if some of that guilt is being driven by the fact that that behavior makes you feel like you failed, yeah. 
when that behavior is normal childhood behavior, then a greater understanding of giving yourself grace in parenting is going to be an important step for you as a parent. And I think that's a great point. I also think um, along the same lines, just as much as we need to forgive ourselves or give ourselves grace, we need to extend that to other parents. We need to, as parents, allow other parents the okay, the the forgiveness, um, and not blame them for their own children's um, same the same issues that we're talking about. This is again, our society has become a very judgmental society on parents. I know that even in situations, I know uh, social media online, I'll see posts about just these tragic things happening to children or to families. And the first thing that people go for is what, where was the mom? What was the mom doing or what? And sometimes it's just out of people's control. And so I think that um, just as much as we are judging ourselves, we're judging other people um, because um, otherwise we wouldn't know to judge ourselves. I think if we didn't have that same false expectation or wrong expectation towards other parents. So I think that the bottom line is our guilt is it's all from within our own and we are within ourselves, but we're projecting it onto other people as well, almost to make ourselves feel better about our self guilt. Um, So I think that it's, it's all encompassed together. And I think we need to work on it all as a whole in order for it to heal so that we can then, um, you know, not only be happier parents, but more productive parents in that we can enjoy our time with our kids and we can do things that are, um, you know, worth our time in our minds um, yeah. because, you know, that's important. I totally agree. I mean, here I am a pediatrician, for goodness sake. I spend my whole life advising parents about how to partner with their with their spouse, with their partner and how to raise, you know, emotionally healthy kids and do it in a great way. And I am constantly making mistakes myself as a parent. I did, you know, raising my own children and, you know, learning how to let go of those mistakes I made, learning how to not beat myself up about them and recognize that my kids were much more forgiving of me than I was of my own self was a revelation. And I think, you know, it's an important step to take as a parent in order to let it go because um, first of all, it's impossible to do it right. But the idea that when you do it wrong, that somehow you've, you're, you're on the path to creating whatever your worst case scenario is vision for your child is a catastrophizing way to think about things that is unhelpful and will just foster that, that fear mongering kind of guilt that is, is really not, not going to be healthy for you. Or the children. Well, or the kids. Yeah. Good point. Absolutely. We, you know, so let's talk a little bit about how do we get rid of this guilt? Um, how can we change this, this, these feelings that we have and um, hopefully change the, the, uh, um, you know, the people around us as well as we're trying to change at least our perception of what's happening. I think um, we talked about adjusting our expectations already a bit. Um, so I know that that's important. And I think that, um, you know, as, as Dr. Molly just pointed out, realizing you're not in control of things all the time. Some things are just not in our control. And I think that we need to just recognize that more and more and more. Um, And the the other thing I want to want to kind of bring up is I often question who set the standards that we're all trying to live by? 
who has who are these experts and pros and no offense to Dr. <laughs> Molly, because uh, I have the utmost respect and love for her, obviously. Um, but who set these expectations? We don't all need to parent in the same exact way. Um, our households don't need to all be the same. Our children don't all need to behave the same. We know that they're not the same. Um, so why are we all trying to be in this cookie cutter pattern of, you know, obviously we have all these parental you know, uh, guidance books and advice books. You've got us with these podcasts, you know, giving advice. And I think my, my biggest message to all of us, including myself, is evaluate each, you know, bit of advice and see, is it really worth it to you? Is it really something that will benefit you and your family? Um, because if it doesn't, or if it's against a core belief of yours, what are your beliefs? If it's something that's against your inner belief, then why are you trying to meet that expectation? Why are you trying to do that? Um, and I, I see that a lot. I see that it's it's more than keeping up with the Joneses. It's keeping up with Mama and Papa Jones and um, in the way that they parent. And I just feel like we're always going to fail at that. That's not going to, that's, we're never going to, that's not going to happen. Right. Um, yeah. I think you bring up really a great point. There were several great points in that, in what you just said. I think one of the things, Chinsia, you and I have talked about a lot over the years is know yourself and be true to who you are as a, as a parent and as a family and recognize, you know, what is going to be important to you. Um, and, and in that way, stand strong. And uh, there may be things that other families are choosing to do, whether it's, you know, do, do five sports, uh, you know, when your kid is six years old in order not to, quote, miss the opportunity of, of you know, being on some travel team by the time they're 10, uh, or whether it's, you know, being super involved in, in a different kind of activity. But there are, for every choice, there is something you trade off. And so you need to, as a parent, or you can, as a parent, look at it through that lens, understanding that um, your child can help drive some of these choices that you make, and that your job as a parent isn't to imagine what your child's maximized potential is and make sure that you give them every opportunity, but instead to build relationship with your child so that as their interests and passions emerge, you can, you can help support those and help them follow those interests and drives all the way to the bank, to the so end of the So they have the confidence to go on on their own, absolutely. Yes, yeah. yes. You know, I, I think that we've talked about this before, I think, um, you know, in some of our other podcasts, and I think that um, you need to be a healthy parent inside and out in order for your children to be healthy. And I think that that's so important. Um, I think that we need to start with ourselves. It's the old put your oxygen on yourself before anyone else in the airplane. And I think that that just holds true in every aspect of our lives, really. Um, so it's very important to do that. I think um, one of the situations, though, where guilt is really hard to let go is when someone who is very important to you, your spouse, your in-laws, you know, your best friend, is 
triggering that guilt in something that they are yes. saying to you, whether it's about how you're raising the kids or how you're feeding the kids or whether you're having them participate in something or the other. And, and I think that can be really challenging because you, you, you love and trust their, uh, you know, what they have to say, you love them. Mm-hmm. And, but on, on another level, you are you, and it may not fit with, with how you are wanting to manage your children. So Chintzy, I don't know if you've, you know, how might, how might you handle a situation like that? Well, how do, you, know how that do I, you get rid of that guilt? I guess. I know that, you know, um, our, we're, you know, working in the, in the pediatric world, um, we have a lot of new parents coming through the doors and I, for many years have told all the new moms and dads, um, we've ta- I've talked about this um, in our, you know, meet, meet uh, the practice type appointments. I've said to them, you're going to get all kinds of advice. You're going to get all kinds of people telling you what's right, what's not right. And some of that's going to be from your in-laws, your, your mother, your aunts, uncles, whoever it might be. Um, and I tell everyone, just take it all with a grain of salt. Take it in, receive it, listen to it all. Hold on to the parts that you agree with, that you and your husband agree to. But as soon as they walk out the door, let all of those opinions walk out the door. Your house, your home is what you want it to be, or you should make it what you want it to be. And they don't need to know about it. You don't need to argue about it. You don't need to defend anything. You can just smile, accept their advice. And when they leave, they have no idea how you're handling it once that door is closed. And so I think that that's important to remember that we can be in charge of our own home and we should be, um, and you should be on the same page as your husband or I, I, the, your child's other parent um, or who you're co-parenting with, your partner. Um, that's who you need to be on the same page with. Um, and I think that that is what's important. Um, so that's kind of how we handle it. I handle it. And I think that that's worked. Um, it's not to say we don't have that parental guilt. It's something that I struggle with myself often. Um, and it's something that I work through. But now at least I have the the the, the voice in my head that tries to talk me out of it. Because um, I know better. Just sometimes I fall back into that pattern. Um, so I think that that's important. Um, and the other thing is I think that we also just need to forgive ourselves like we talked about and and sometimes ask for forgiveness if we made a mistake. So if you make a mistake, instead of feeling guilty about it as a parent, just apologize. If it's something that you know that you you might have yelled at your child or you did something that, you know, you wish you could take back, just let them know, you know, I'm sorry, you know, mommy shouldn't have said that or uh, mommy was upset and and she yelled at you by mistake, whatever it might be, because one, your child is going to definitely forgive you. But second, it's also teaching them how to ask for forgiveness and how to admit you have a mistake, uh, made a mistake. So I think, um, you know, it's important to do those things. And it's also important to prioritize what's important to you. Um, you know, and prioritize who's important to you. If it's like I said, your your partner and your child, then that's how you can determine how you're going to move forward in your own household. Um, what what have you done over the years, Dr. Molly? What what has yeah, helped you? I I think it's tricky sometimes because some types of of guilt that arise, you know, after you've 
hurt someone's feelings, let's say, you know, you feel like you lost your shit with your kid and you feel like, oh, that was a huge mistake. Making amends, like you talk about asking for forgiveness, you know, apologizing is very valuable. There are other times though, when I felt guilty because I I wasn't able to be with my child for mm, something, you yes, know, as a working oh parent, you know, there's been a lot of times when I couldn't be present when I wanted to be. And that's not an easy fix. I can't just necessarily rearrange my schedule and uh, and be there. And that kind of guilt is is harder to release. So for me, you know, what I've what I done over the years really is um, you know, carve out time with my kids so that I can be intentional and focused when I am available to be with them. Not necessarily um, driving the agenda all the time when we're together, like, you know, making, not necessarily doing things that I want to do, but allowing us to have time together and letting them drive the, the time we spend um, because it, and that, doesn't necessarily get rid of the the sadness I feel over having missed something, but it at least helps me feel like I'm filling filling our tanks a little bit a little bit more. Um, and uh, you know, sometimes for those activities or events where I feel they they really are now it's easier. My kids were are in their twenties now. You couldn't just sort of FaceTime in back when they were younger and see things. But there are ways now with technology that you can participate even if you can't in ways that are that are a little bit And now they're the busy ones. They have to make time for you. <laughs> well, now my kids, yes, yes at this point. Yes, and luckily yes. they do. I feel like our relationship's yes. solid and the kids come over for dinner on Friday nights and it's great. But but I think that's a different kind of guilt that is um you know, an important one to talk about for working yes, parents, I think. I think. Absolutely. And, um, and, and trying it's to hard. let go it's is It's a hard thing. Yeah. yeah. It's a hard thing. The, I think we could do a whole podcast on that one. Um, it's right. difficult to be a working parent and, and right. uh, feeling well, like Well, and the other kind out. of guilt I want to talk a little bit more about briefly is kind of that, that guilt you feel when you, you feel like you are, um, when you feel like you've not met um, your your child's needs, like whatever that need might be, whether the child is is in an emotionally difficult place and you can't meet that need or you aren't able to meet that need, and or uh, like let's say you have a four year old and they are just having tantrums up the wazoo and you can't seem to figure out what's going on and you're asking for help but you're struggling to find it and you feel like you are just failing as a parent and the guilt that surrounds that. And I really do believe that most parents will have a time in their parenting journey where you have a stumbling block like that, where something comes up, whether it's school related or emotionally related or um, or your child just is in a rough patch and you feel like, I just can't help my child right now. My child has to help themselves. And that is a very challenging time as a parent. And there's a lot of guilt around it because we feel as though our job is to A, solve our children's problems, protect them and make them feel better. And I want to help parents understand that although we understand that's our mission, there are many times when we need to allow our children's children the space to solve their own problems while we hold their hand. 
And that's the job of a parent too. And uh, recognizing that I think is important and can alleviate some of the guilt around it. Yeah, that's very important. You know, our job, I always think our, our job is to just prepare them to be able to do those things themselves. They have to function as adults in this world and be able to handle all those situations. So that's a great point. So in summary, um, you know, we just want to wrap up and, and talk about, uh, you know, reminders of taking care of yourself first is very important. Uh, making sure that you are well, both inside and out, um, so that you can then handle all of these different scenarios and situations and challenges of parenting, because God knows there's tons of them. Um, <laughs> and they're all all over the place and all around us. Um, you want to, you know, Try to change your focus, change your inner voice um, so that you are not judging yourself all the time and in turn not judging other parents um, because I think that that will help alleviate your own guilt um, when we're not so quick to judge others. We want to also honestly take it day by day and enjoy each day. If you had a good day today with your child, you had an extra, even if it was just 15 minutes, but it was 15 minutes where you really enjoyed each other's time, you laughed, you hugged, you really connected, just celebrate that. And bank it, put it in the bank. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Um, You know, that's important. Don't compare yourself to other parents. Like, you know, again, just not comparing yourself because there's no comparison. Um, You know, I, I... heard someone um, say, you know, we, we make the mistake of comparing ourselves to other people we will never live up to that because we are all so unique. Um, and so God made us in that way. So we should be only comparing to ourselves, to yesterday's self and trying to get better. Um, so I think that's important. Um, and last, you know, connects to all of it. Remember to love yourself and forgive yourself. And, um, you know, and that's, that's the best we can do. It's definitely a struggle. I don't think it's something that we can um, just, you know, ask Dr. Molly for some magic pill to get rid of um, because it doesn't exist. It's something that we have to work on every day. Well, I would like to add one more thing, and that is that our children are not a project. Mm. Don't, Don't be looking for kind of an outcome. And if you can instead look at your children and in the format of a relationship, like you look at your spouse or your best friend, it'll, it'll really change the lens through which you see things. And you won't necessarily attach as many perfectionistic or optimum outcomes sort of labels and expectations to things. Because how your child, quote unquote, turns out that isn't necessarily the way to think about your child because so much of that is determined by your child. Your job is to support and love and, you know, instill values and morals and give your child the tools to be the best version of him or herself. Well, that sums up, uh, the, you know, our take on guilt and how to deal with it. Dr. Molly, why don't you tell everyone how to uh, find us? Well, if you like what you heard today, keep listening to our podcast, which you can find on parenting with the pros and cons. You can follow me on Instagram at Dr. Molly O'Shea, um, or you can find me on my website, drmollyoshea.com. Chintzia? 
How well, about thank you? you for, uh, thank you for listening to this episode and tune in next time um, as we explore another conversation and remember that parenting is supposed to be fun um, and don't be so hard on yourself. All right. We'll talk to you next time. Talk to you later. Thank you. Bye-bye.